Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. And welcome to episode 51 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, we have Steve and Bouncy. Say hello, hello boys and girls. I already said hello. Oh, you jumped the gun, really, didn't you? You haven't <laughs> even did. given Bouncy an opportunity again. to say hello. Should we do, hello. It? Should we do that again? Oh, hey. no! Oh. Uh, hello! No, now you're talking <laughs> over me. It's all oh. gone wrong. This is what happened. Anna's not here, and it all goes a bit wrong, because she's not here to keep me under control. Which means I'll be back to my offensive self. Which reminds me, Sheepdog... Where the fuck is your coat, sir? I didn't need one. But you've been wearing a coat every episode while it's been 15 degrees outside. We've been recording in quite warm conditions. Now today it's two degrees outside. And you're swan into my car coatless. Sat over there now, coatless. I don't really like it. I'm not happy about it. Bought a coffee machine. I'm warm now. What, you wearing cold, the I just coffee make, machine? I just make a cup of coffee, keeps me hot for a good half hour or so. Hmm. So I'm going to have to go from car to house, and then car to uni, or car to house again. And that's in lieu of coat, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the Woolster's panicking in the chat. No coat, no Anna, what the hell's going on? <laughs> um, Anna will be along later, hopefully. We're just having slight children still being awake issues. And we thought, well, the public need us. They need to hear Sheepdog's voice. And we did have a uh, we did have a monologue prepared for the first. She's ruined it now, though. She was integral to it. <laughs> ah, we're um, we're almost a year old, by the way. Did you were you aware of that, Sheepdog? Have you well, have you ran the numbers? Weekly podcast episode fifty one. We missed a week though, and we also did a couple of episodes <laughs> where yeah. there weren't numbers. If anyone knows how many episodes we've actually done, that'd be quite handy. It's something like fifty eight, isn't it? I don't think it's that many. If it's 58, we've missed the one-year anniversary. Well, I did tell you that. Have you got ago. me anything nice lined up for the anniversary, Sheepdog? Have you got me anything? Yes, I have. The answer is yes, then. It's at home. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, this is what I've got you. I hope you enjoy it. There you go. You've got a jingle. What do you think about that? That's good. I've got your um, punch in the face. We've got a list of video games that we could talk about. It all seems a bit weird. I've got used to not talking about games. Um, I think but, our listeners have got used to us not talking about games. I know, as well. but written down on a uh, on the back of a an envelope in front of me is Joe Danger Touch on iOS. So I suppose we should talk about that. Bouncy. Okay, I'll talk about that. <laughs> I was just waiting for a gift of a jingle myself. I didn't get one. I just got an intro. Well, so hold on, hold on. When you've been on for a whole year, you'll get a bloody jingle. Now pipe oh. down, Mister. All right. All right, Jesus. Right, Joe Danger Touch out on iOS came out last night at about midnight. I don't know because I didn't look until this morning. But it costs £1.99 of your English pounds. 
And uh, it is essentially Joe Danger on an iOS device. And it's really good. They've done a really, really good job. So you kind of basically you ju- uh, tap the screen to jump, uh, hold the screen to f- fall down again, I think it is. Um, yes, you tap it to, to bounce and hold it to duck, and, or like crouch down. And then they have little things like you can tap things on the screen as they come up. You can flick um, obstacles out of the way as well. So they've added in, it's not just a straight port, they've made it into a full mobile game and yeah it's, it's glorious i've not spent huge amounts of time because like i said it's only been out today but i know a lot of our listeners and we're big fans of the game anyway uh on it's a Xbox tremendous Live, game so, you know it makes it it deserves highlighting that it's out if not if i can't talk about it at length i can at least say please buy it series then, of important questions for you sir yes um will it work on my first generation ipad I don't know. Possibly. Second question: Is it available on Android? I, I think it's on its way. Yeah, um, I think it's on the way. Nah, that'll do. <laughs> I haven't got any more questions for you. If it's, you're, if not, it's, you're not doing a good job of answering them. Well, if they're not going to release it on Android, that'd be a really weird thing to do because you're cutting off half the market straight away. So I think it's just normally with Android because there are so many different variations on the Android platform. Um, it does take a little bit longer to get it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm confident. I haven't read anything about it. Uh, I've, if you remember last week, I mentioned that it was due to come out as far as I remember them telling me at Eurogamer. I hadn't read any of the official <laughs> bump about it. But uh, yeah, I have also spoken to one of the developers about possibly being able to interview them in the very near future. So then I can ask him directly if there's no information and uh, find out for you from him. Excellent. Those of you in the chat who are who are demanding Anna's presence, I'm fairly sure she is in the next room now, but I can't see her. So she may well turn up at some point and announce her arrival with a big hello and a wave. And while she's doing that, I'm going to talk about Max Payne 3, because I finally finished it. And um, that was bloody good. Really, really enjoyed that. Well Most, done, Kev. Thank you. I didn't die as much as you said I would. No. You said I'd die a lot. I no, didn't, he said yeah. he wished you died. <laughs> oh, here she is, look, coming, marching in, claiming she did the end for me. Say hello to Anna, everybody. Steve, say hello to her. Or you're, I said you're hello sat. earlier. I said you had a small knob. Yeah, I you think you record to... a conversation. That was, yeah, because she's, she's a, a whole foot taller than she was last week, isn't she? Yeah, she's grown or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you didn't finish Max Payne 3 for me. I finished it all by myself. No, you didn't. And it was bloody good. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did because you hate it, don't you? Yeah, I can't stand the game. I think it's brilliant. It's a really, really good story. Anyone who's not had a chance to play it yet, um, I would imagine you can pick it up for very limited amounts of pennies. um, And I would recommend you do so because it's very good. Um, I do now have to do a slight off air conversation with Anna (coughs) on air. The reason you can't hear anything through the headphones is because I'm the only one talking. (laughs) (laughs) When Bouncy talks, you'll probably be able to hear him. Um, I lent mine to this loaf oh, of bread. That's why. <laughs> I'm thinking I can hear somebody, but I don't know where it's from. <laughs> Someone also mentioned that I always sound really miserable lately, and it's because every time I speak, I can hear myself through the headphones yeah, I'm forced to wear. That's why I so sound I, miserable. So I don't like talking because it plays over me, and I lose what I'm saying because I start hearing myself talk. So I've just hung my uh, headphones off a loaf of bread that was right near my ears. Is that so, loaf of bread in date? Because I was looking for bread. I wanted a chip yeah, burger. Uh, yeah. Ten for Jan, yes, you, you've today. got today. Oh, yeah. Jesus, there's about 15 slices left in that. I'm going to have to get on that after you've gone. 
You yeah. have to. Here, make make a bread and butter pudding out of that. We can have a bread on. Make a bread and butter pudding. What we could if you do... don't pick me up tomorrow with bread and butter pudding, then I ain't getting in your car. Well, that sounds like I win either way. What we could do is that science experiment where you put it in your mouth and see how long it takes to turn to sugar. That's weird. Did you never do that at school? No. If you put a piece of bread on your tongue and just keep it in your mouth, eventually it'll go sweet. Mama. So you're saying I could just put it in tea and it will... Well, I don't know if you could put it in tea. Um, and that concludes my views on Max Payne 3. <laughs> it's bloody good. Go and play it. Um, and that old though. It's less than a year old still, I think. I think that matters though, does it? <laughs> I don't think so they stopped. Says the girl who's been playing Skyrim this week. Because there's nothing which is to even play. Older. I'm bored. What did you think of Skyrim? You like the kind of games I like. Was it worth playing? Because I think it's too long a game for me to get. And then. Sorry, chicken. I'm not talking now. Well, no, you're talking to Steve, who hasn't got a microphone because he's been sat sacked. Has he? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him about Skyrim. Um, second time for it. Well, it's my second time playing it. So the first one's on my dead PlayStation. Ah, oh, which is so still So I can't dead. go back to it. So I've started it again. But I, I got to level seven in less than five hours. I don't know if that's quick or slow. Well, it's because I know what I'm doing. You start on level 7. Is it nice like playing it on a console that it actually works on? It's still doing the same thing. Like, when you go to your menu, it will stop a minute for auto-saving, and then it will... But apart from, it's all right. But it doesn't I, crash it in. F- it's crashed once. Really? Yesterday. I told you this. Did you? Yes. He doesn't listen to people. No, he I doesn't. I don't listen to you. She You've got a really anyone. long bit of beard there. How weird is that? ชิบดอกสเตนเลสเปียร์เทรมเมอร์เดอร์วีแกนดูออนแอร์เชียร์อินโลอีสไรท์เดอร์โลอะคัพเฮาส์มาเดอร์ยูเทลมีทูลูค
I take wives all the time. <laughs> Don't need to build a house to do that. You just need a car, some gaffer tape, and some chloroform. That that Colourful guy there. What that about him? Fallout is better. I do agree with him. You agree? Oh, I don't I know. I prefer Fallout to. Fallout Three is as good as it. Fallout New Vegas isn't as good. I just Fallout the series. I like it better than. Vote now, Street Dog. Which is better? <laughs> Elder Scrolls. Well, I've played half of Fallout. Bouncy, really what's Skyrim. better, Fallout or Skyrim? Fallout. Oh, <laughs> what even New Vegas? New Vegas is better than Skyrim. Surely the style to, to Skyrim is a bit generic and dragony and medieval, whereas Fallout's a post-apocalypse nuclear wasteland. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes, that's what, why dragons aren't amazing. Not really. No, not compared to a nuclear wasteland. What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? You can do magic. How is magic not amazing? Every person listening to this podcast fantasises about a day when they don't have to get up and go to work because the world's been (laughs) nuked. If you don't fantasise about a world that's a nuclear wasteland (laughs) where you just trek around fighting people to get into a derelict uh, Tesco to steal a load of food, then you've never lived. The Zombie Survival Guide to prepare for apocalyptic conditions. I now know that when the zombies come, I have to destroy my staircase and head to the Arctic. <laughs> that's a summary of that book. For anyone who's not read it, yeah. that's all you need to know. Yeah, but that man that reads it is so boring. That's why I can't listen that was to me. it. Anymore. Yeah, that was Kevin. <laughs> oh, but it's just, it's so like. Uh, 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 oh, that's because he only wants the people with an attention span to survive <laughs> he doesn't want people who can't listen to a boring droning man to uh, that reminds survive. me because I've been listening to it on Audible we need to set up one of these Audible links so we can get all these people to sign up for Audible through us and give us money I like it money. we'll do that forget I've talked about Zombie Survival <laughs> Guide we'll talk about that again next week when you'll all be able to sign up and listen to it yourselves and line my pockets with gold I love gold you are a bit tacky like that. You're like Mr. Flaming Tea. Come You're the one who got a cup of soup today that was mostly gold with a little layer of soup on top. Look, he I got can't curry help at it. lunchtime and hid it under a poppadom so he didn't have to pay no, for it. No, the guy caught me. He went, what's <laughs> under the poppadom? Is there an onion bargy and a uh, naan bread under there? And I went, yeah, you got me. So I didn't do it on purpose. It, the lady uh, just put yeah. the poppadom on it. But um, I did think I was going to get away with that. A couple of quid saved. Well, it doesn't matter if they can't read. It's an audio book. You tell me. <laughs> FTL. What? You heard. Uh, was just telling me to keep the headphones on the loaf of bread because it makes a lot of difference. I think it does. I feel happy to talk <laughs> again. Um, FTL. Well, Vimesy got me this for Christmas. Um, fucking pervert. <laughs> and I looked it up when I saw it because I didn't have time to install it. And I looked it up and I thought, I'm not really sure why he's got me that. I'm not really sure it's going to be any fun. <laughs> I just kind of had a quick look at it and Proton told me it was excellent. And I thought, hmm... I'm not sure if I agree by the looks of it, but I played it the other night and I started off for 10 minutes and I thought, this is quite good. And then four hours later, I was like, shit, where did the time go? My entire evening. What and then I, uh, Faster Than Light of FTL. You're Got basically it. a ship. Right. You can name your little crew and name your ship and then you're just fleeing across galaxies wow. while like a big rebel fleet chase you mm-hmm. and you have to kind of go to coordinates and then when you like when it loads up it'll either say oh this is an empty bit of space nothing's happening or you're being attacked or save this ship or whatever and you have to kind of build up your ship adding weapons to it adding rooms to it whatever adding staff to it um annoyingly you can't name <laughs> new staff so i had kev sheepdog and farquin who were uh, kev was the driver obviously Fardin did all the technical stuff. I stood around making sure the ship was running Stealing properly. Yeah. I was standing in the medi room where uh, if you got attacked, you just instantly healed because uh, that's where you heal. 
by intruders. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, you just kind of have to keep going through. I don't, I don't know if it has an end because I keep going halfway through it and then my ship gets blown up and I have to start again from scratch, which is a bit frustrating. You could probably save it, I imagine. I've never actually tried saving it when I get far through. How would you play and not save? Because I wasn't really thinking it through until just now. I suddenly thought I could probably save that at the end of every year. Because you have to basically get from one side of a map to another by stopping at different points. And then you get like attacked or you save someone or you buy some stuff and you have to collect scrap. And this I sounds a bit like... Mass Effect, just without all the fun game stuff that that had in it mm. as well. It's like moving around on the map in Mass Effect. That was fun. Man. I can see what you mean, and it kind of is, but it is fun, because when you move to a planet, like something will happen, but it's kind of done in a uh, role-play, old-fashioned type of way. Um, it's like uh, the graphics aren't amazing. It's quite old. It's retro on purpose kind of thing. Um, I think it should be a phone app, because that would be excellent. Uh, apparently it has an end boss, which is a bitch of an end boss. Um, the whole game's a bitch of a boss. I mean, every time you come up against a battle, my tactic is to destroy their weapons and then try and destroy their shield because the quicker I destroy their weapons, the quicker they can't hurt me. Get rid of their shield, then get rid of their life support, and then they should blow up. And um, once I sort of figured that was a tactic, I've kind of gone through a bit further, but now I'm getting to a point where that isn't working so well and I've got to figure out a better tactic, which is probably taking out their shields as or killing the people who keep repairing their weapons but um no it's really good i really like it it's a pc game i didn't mention that um it's on steam it's it was in the sale so i'm imagining it can't be more than a 10 and now it's out of the sale but um brilliant choice by Varianty there i was really someone did put a link to it in the chat oh good so yeah you were playing on the pc this week i was playing on the pc last week oh. i played i can't remember what it was called what was that game braid braid yeah is that what you got for Christmas? Yeah, I played it for 20 minutes. And so. I talked about it last week. I, oh, I can't remember. I was probably listening through them. The game seemed all right. Mm-hmm. Keyboard ruined it, though. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't keyboard. Oh, it was. What's all this God of War business? Bouncy. Bouncy. Bouncy yeah. B-Hall. Yeah. Bouncy. Yeah. What's all the God of War business, Bouncy? What's all the God of War Bouncy. business? Bouncy, you've written oh, God of War Just to twice. stop you, FTL is still on sale, 50% off. Carry on, B-Hall. God of War business. What's all that, eh? Hey, tell me about God of War. Shut up. You, you want to know about God of War? I do. Good, right. Um, for Christmas, I was bought the new Total Recall with Colin Farrell in it. That's nothing to do with God of War bouncing. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, you arrogant, pompous, one long hair bearded man. Um, it's, uh, yeah, they bought it for me, not because of the film, but because it had exclusive access to the, sing- to the single player demo. Wow. I was like, I wow, that's, that's really cool. Thanks for that. And so I installed it, and it was the exact same thing I played at Eurogamer. I was going to say, you're sat there saying you hate him. I you do. sat there in a wheelchair playing it at Eurogamer yeah, for an hour it. while me and Steve watched. And then audio booed like we'd played it. Yeah, we like to lie. <laughs> Bouncy, I meant was Total Recall any good? Yeah, actually it was. If you, if you oh. don't think of it as a, a remake of an Al Sorsen film, because it's not, it's just another adaptation of a Philip K. Dick book. And it's all right. It's not, there's no harm in it. So, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Why did it have a game demo bundled with a film? I, I missed it's, something. It's a Sony film. They do it every now and then. The, when uh, the Green Lantern film came out, they gave you a Sinestro core outfit for Batman in Arkham City with, with the film. And Ghostbusters, when it came out, Blu-ray came with a demo for the game. It's, they do it every now and then just uh, kind of as a cross-promotion. Because obviously, if you've got a PlayStation, you've also got a Blu-ray player. So it's like, if you want the demo, you'll also buy the film. So yeah, so I had that, and I was a bit disappointed. It was exactly the same demo that was on at Eurogamer. I figured there might be a slight variation between the two, but no, same one, which was still great. It still 
really really good i still got to kill giant like zom- like zombie goat men things an elephant mm-hmm. man uh, rip his brain out which was great fun and then uh, playstation plus got the multiplayer beta as well this week which is also rather good uh, and it's also exactly the same thing i played at Eurogamer. so in some respects nothing new but in other respects I'm quite impressed they haven't done anything to the game whatsoever since Eurogamer, which shows incredible confidence in the product. Because sometimes you kind of go and you think, oh. I imagine they've a- been working on it behind the scenes, Bouncy. I imagine well, it's no, like, no, that a finished game we played at Eurogamer, that's it. <laughs> well, the, early, the first level, as far as I see, is locked in. That's done. That demo is just literally the start. Well, it's not necessarily the start of the game. It's very, very early in the game. And the multiplayer base is just one stage. So they've got that one stage roughly balanced. I think that's what the beta is about. It's less about actual kind of technical issues. It's more about getting that game balanced. So which weapons are overpowered, which weapons aren't? Are there kind of kill zones where it's, there's an environmental, an environmental element that kind of unbalances the game? But yeah, uh, great fun. And it, the, the beta, if you're on PlayStation 1, do give it a try. Because as I said before, when we were talking about Eurogamer, it's the sort of multiplayer you don't think could possibly work. And then just works because it's so different to the game while at the same time being exactly the same as the game. So, yeah, it's uh, good stuff. So, there you go. That told me. Um, you've been doing more pervy stuff, haven't you, Sheepdog? Yeah, I've finally bought Football Manager because you stopped, well, you didn't even start trying to get it for me for now. Why your would contacts. I do that? You told me you've had enough free copies that came out of me over the years. Yeah, well, that's it. The routine for years was always Kevin would get a free copy through and he'd just give it to me because he was busy. But this year he didn't. So he said he was going to try and get me one, and he never did it. So in the end, I bloody bought it, because I thought, might as well. Um, and I got addicted to it. I always get bloody addicted to it, and it ruins me. But um, I took over a team and then got them completely relegated, because it was the, the weakest team on the game, Truro. Lane Cornwall? That's Truro, yes. isn't it? Yeah. And um, they were massively in debt, massively bankrupt, massively poor, and everyone hated them. And uh, I just, re- I, I had them just above rele- relegation the whole season and thought the game probably will just keep me up by default because otherwise it can't function. Um, so they got relegated. I got sacked, even though they just gave me a five-year contract, which is really bizarre <laughs> because I even, they offered me a, a contract of 300 quid and I said, no, I don't want that 300 pound a week. I want 30 pound a week. I'd help them out, they're skint. So they, they were very happy for me. I hate it when you do this unrealistic stuff in Football Manager. Play the game as if it's real life. Whenever I look at joining a new club, I always have a look at the ground on Google Maps. Make sure I'd be happy going there. See what kind of where I park my car. Make sure there's houses in the area. I take it seriously. How could you live on thirty pound a week, you lunatic? Well, you I assume that the fact that I'm a football manager, <laughs> my wife has probably uh, got a bit of fame as well. Why? Because um, she's probably a name model. me five famous football managers' wives. Uh, Sandra Redknapp. Uh, Mrs. Villas Boas. No, I need actual <laughs> names. Um, oh shit! Now you got me on the spot. Yeah, I'll think about it throughout the show. Um, but yeah, and I was doing stuff. Like, I mean, I always just think, why on earth would they even have a wage in it for the manager? They don't need to have anything. Realism. Like well, why don't he have a car and a house? I used to play one World Manager Twenty. I think it was two thousand actually. Um, and in that, you could buy a better car and get a better wife and get a better house and things like that. And you kind of upgraded as you went along. But this one, they offered me money, and I think, well, you're skint. So I just say, oh, no. <laughs> Someone in the chat's asking if you wear a suit for cup finals. I wear a suit for every match. I'm not a tracksuit manager. You don't play this game properly anyway because you don't allow people to search for players they know exist. No. I 
but I will only go for players that my scouts have recommended to me. Whereas I'll think, oh, I know this player in real life is all right. I'll see if I can afford him. Disgust him. And he usually doesn't want to come at me. Won't allow it. That should be. I don't, I don't buy players I know are good in football manager from previous ones. I don't go and get players that people on a forum tell me to get. But if I know that some youngster at Spurs is really good and there's a small chance I might get him on loan for a season, that just means I'm into football. Makes sense. Not happy. But um, anyway, so yeah, I got relegated and then the next day Kev tells Stop me... Stop tugging on my one long beard hair, woman! <laughs> the next day Kev tells me that I didn't have to get relegated and fired. If I'd have installed a little patch, I could have had an extra ten tiers or something. Yeah, you can go all the way, all the way down to the tenth tier of the pyramid. You could actually be two divisions lower than Deeping Rangers. Yeah, apparently that's a um, Sports Interactive um, endorsed patch. That means you can add in all the tiers under it down to tier 10. So I could have gone down, but come back up like a season later and work my way up with Truro all the way to the Premier League. But now I'm manager of Car Sholton, who um, seemed to be miraculously doing well, even though I just poached all my good players did from you, Truro. Um, did you factor in the cost of relocation when you decided to take that job? <laughs> you got to move house as well. I would have needed a signing on fee to pay for the removal ban. I don't know where Car Sholton is. What school are you going to put your kids in? <laughs> I don't even know where Car Shelton is. I didn't. You said I made the team up. They probably are made up. I think they probably are. Um, what's all this? There's Lego. Lego's bloody written all over my running order as well now. I played Lego. You just told me to put not Lego the first Lord of the one. Rings on there. Yeah, not the first one. The... Well, let's talk about the one I'm talking about. Can you just get the hair clippers down? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not getting the hair clippers down. Tell me what you've done on Lego Lord of the Rings before I force Batman. Batman before I force Bouncy to tell me about Batman. Batman's not going to tell me about Bouncy. <laughs> he might do. He probably knows all about Bouncy. Lego Lord of the Rings. I finished it. Did you? Yep. When have you been playing that? When you was at uni. Playing it. Well, I never. Yes, I finished. You it. said it was shite. It's Lego. It, I don't know. I was expecting different, but what were you? How? It was. Well, I'd watched a film. It's the little Lego man walking through fields. Surely that's what Lord of the Rings there is. There was no isn't flying it? in it. And in should there have been flying? No, but <laughs> but in Harry Potter there was flying because you had Quidditch and the broomsticks. In the uh, one we played, Batman two had flying in it. Yeah, but it was only from. Twatty pants on wrong. Yeah, but I finished it. Yeah, I'll probably not play for it again. Oh, I'll probably sell it. Excellent. Get it done. And you want to buy it? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to buy a signed copy of Lego Lord of the Rings? The signature does add five pounds to the price, as people know from our previous selling of games. I'll kiss it for someone's free. asking you about Lego Marvel. Well, we'll come to that later on in the show. Oh, there you go, Danny Mason. Uh, Bouncy, Lego Batman 2 DC Super Heroes. What's this? Have we played this? Yes. That's that one with Captain Pants on inside. Where the hell is Bouncy? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Um, Yeah, well, the other week I said I hadn't played it much because Superman was in it. Uh, For long-term listeners, you'll remember that thing that I hate, Superman. And then I thought, you know, it's Christmas holidays still last week. I should play something with the kids. So they brought Lego Batman down from their bedroom, and in two days I 100%ed it. Like an obsessive fucking cow. I tried as hard as possible to unlock Green Lantern, uh, Mr. Freeze, everybody I can get uh, out of bloody cyborg, anybody I could remove Superman from the equation of a combination of other heroes. Uh, got there eventually. I, it was all right. It was an all right game. It was a bit too Batman y, though. 
It was like it should it should, no, it should either have been a DC superheroes game or a Batman game. Well, it was a Batman game, were not it? Well, it was, but it had too much Superman in it for a Batman game, and it had too much Batman in it for a DC superheroes game. So I think what they should have done is just done a DC superheroes one and drop the Lego Batman's suffix, and still had Batman in it, but have it as like a big old you, not you necessarily, could... but what. What? You're forgetting there, Bounce. It came out the same week as the Batman film earlier this year, yeah, so the, that would have been the, crazy marketing if they'd yeah, done that. But Joker, Joker got friends with Lex Luthor. That's why. That's that. Yeah, that's why the Superman in it because Lex Luthor is Superman's nemesis. That's what. Or oh, best in. friend, depending on how far through Smallville you are. Spoiler, spoiler, son. Didn't you just spoil it? I'm just no. Well, no he, he I'm just I've joking. In case you watch the first episode of Smallville when they're best mates, not oh, knowing that they become uh, mortal enemies in twenty years or whatever it is. Yeah, Smallville shit. But um, I was but you watched around. it. I watched it for five years, oh, God. and then I suddenly thought, "This is awful." You know what's going to happen before you even turn it on? What am I even watching this for? So yeah, Jetpack Joyride. Apparently, this is on PlayStation consoles. Why don't I know oh, about it this? Oh, it is, yeah, on the Vita. And, and it's free on both of them, so you can play it on your console or your Vita, and it's completely free. Oh, where's, my, where's my Vita? And it's great. What are you doing? She's going to find her Vita, but she's... Ah, she's going to take all the microphones! <laughs> <No way. laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, hopefully you can hear us again now after the, I was, the I imagine I'm in the dog ass for shouting her in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I just panicked. It all came unplugged. We went off air for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> Luckily, it was covered by the sounds of bouncy laughing. It was. <laughs> I panicked then. Apparently, all I heard was, nah, she's going to take all that, and then silence. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so, so Jetpack Joyride, uh, the Vita version in particular, because obviously it is a mobile game, which you use the back touchpad to, to fire the, jo- the jetpack. So you don't have to put your fingers on the screen. So that's kind of cool because your fingers are already there. Um, but the PlayStation version, really impressed because it's on such a big screen. And uh, I like that. It's on big, big screen. So I've been playing that quite a bit. I played more on the PlayStation than on the Vita, which I thought was a bit odd. But that's probably because I got it on the iPad and I've unlocked most of stuff on the iPad. So portable-wise, I'm most likely to play that. But it's the, now the most played PS3 game for the week and probably for the rest of the month because I keep picking it up and just going, I'll have a couple more. I'll have a couple more on that. And yeah, it's just really good. It's true, it is free. Y- yes. Bounce is not a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's not one of our uh, 80% liars we tell on this show. Blinkwalk, iOS, discuss. Oh, yeah. This is an odd one. This was uh, Somebody emailed me this and said I might be interested in it. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but whoever you were, thank you very much. Uh, I, did, right. I did like it. Uh, it's, it's essentially um, Limbo. If Limbo was an endless walking game, so like Rayman Jungle Run, but walking, and you know in Limbo you've got like obviously you've got the man traps and the spiders and things that can kill you, it, it, it's still got those and it's backlit and it's got glowy eyes, but it's a little girl who apparently has um, autism. I think is the, the the problem the game has is it's been translated from Chinese to English. So there's some wacky wacky translating in there, but it seems to suggest there's a girl with autism who has terrible nightmares, and you've got to keep her safe in her nightmares. Which, you know, fair enough. Uh, the, the catch of it is, 
she's only safe when she's got her eyes shut. So you're walking along and you see an obstacle coming up and you've got to shut your eyes by tapping this, holding the screen, which will turn the screen entirely black. You've then got to gauge whether you've passed the obstacle or not before you let go and open your eyes again. Because it's that thing of kids, if they, if they close their eyes, the monsters go away. So um, it's a really interesting kind of from a, from, from a kind of story-based thing. It's a very simple game, but I quite like the idea of closing your eyes to avoid an obstacle it then becomes all timing and you get a bonus if you close your eyes at the last possible moment and open them at the last possible moment you get a bonus for doing that as well but yeah it's just a really interesting little game it was free i don't know if it still is but either way it's worth if you like that kind of game and you want to try something a bit different in that subgenre, then then go for it it's a blink walk is that on android uh possibly i mean again i Everything I grab is on iOS. I really should check if they're on Android because there are obviously those weirdos that uh, yeah, have it. Yeah, but... ruined us all by making us all get Androids. Yeah. It was not even my fault. You flat your eyelids at Kerry, dumps Apple in a second and then derides <laughs> us all for even contemplating an iPhone 5. Right. Um, so we all have to do it to shut him up. Just out of check. Yes, it is out on Android. Uh, $1.99 though on there. So. Hold on, Anna needs her phone now. And She's I'm now putting the Vita down. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the phone. Oh no, it's, it's, a, it's about oh, it's like, if it's about autism kind of thing. I want I'm up. throwing all sorts of stuff everywhere now. Thank you. Sleeping dogs. Oh, I love that game. Do you want to silence any of these? Uh, <laughs> am, am, am I annoying you? I'm so no, sorry. I'm just thinking you're next to a microphone and you're going boop, 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 boop every That's time you touch a button. Yeah, but that was doing the same thing. I've just sorry. started playing Sleeping Dogs. I believe you've just finished playing Sleeping Dogs, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much is Lucy Lou in this game? Because I thought it sounded quite cool and then Wooster told me Lucy Lou was in it so I just deleted it off my she, love film list. I think she's the police officer. I've, I've, you can't tell it's her. No. Yeah, but I'll know now. Yeah, but you won't know which one she is. Yeah. If you don't join the, well, the cop won't. bits, you won't. You won't. Do I have to do the cop bits? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll play it anyway. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, but um, Wolster implied it was a big deal. First two or three hours of it, and I'm really enjoying it. I love it. It's um, it's like I said back at the time when we we first saw it at um the MCM Expo back in May, I think. Um, sort of wrote it off as, oh, it just looks like Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Um, and it still does look like Grand Theft Auto, but you get to slap people in the jaw rather than shoot them and <laughs> constantly get confused. After 10 years of jacking cars, I'm now having to jack them from the opposite side and it's confusing the hell out of me. Oh, and then driving on the left-hand side of the road, it's also confusing. It's like being at home. I can actually drive properly. Once I've jacked the wrong side of the car, shuffled across from the passenger seat and got the car moving. <laughs> um, but no, it's good fun. I shall, uh, I imagine I shall be playing rather a lot of this over the next week, unless I find myself caught up playing Forza Horizon, which turned up today as well. Isn't um, that an old game as well? No, that's a couple of months old. You just reminded me, talking to games turning up today, I'm bloody pissed off. Did our film send games that you didn't ask for? No. Because I've got friggin' inversion through the post, and that ain't on my bloody list. So anyone who was cheering that I reviewed games I liked this week, I don't remember putting Inversion on my list. It might be good, I don't Inversion's know. Inversion's not very good either. No, I didn't yeah, think no. Yeah, I didn't think it looked very good. So I don't know why it's on my list, but Love Film have taken it upon themselves to say, good news, we've sent you Inversion, and it arrived today. Well, complain, and they'll send you something else, and you can keep that one as well. I, I might imagine. complain. Just treat them like you treat Nescafe. 
and then they'll, they'll be well in their place. Nescafe are brilliant. They're already sending me a load of free, not free coffee. Yeah, it's free coffee, so yeah. This week he's complained to Nescafe, Panasonic, and now he's going after Love Film. The man's taking on the world. I am. Panasonic are going to give me a free TV if it kills you. Um, Bouncy, I've got a job for you. Yeah. This last game on this list, pronounce it for me so I don't look a damn fool. Let's have a look at the list. Um, I'd say Knit Underground, but I don't know. I've not played it. Knight and... Underground. I so played it. Knit. Is it Knight Underground, do we think? Maybe. Mm, I thought Knight. Could, oh. could be Knit. This is, knit. This is the, a freebie on the Vita on PlayStation Plus at the moment. And Anna's looking cross. I didn't get... I, didn't, I have no idea what was going on in that game. <laughs> not a clue. It's like... It's like limbo, but you just walk and drop down things and climb walls. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I took close the application and never went back to it. Do we need to get Bouncy to play it so we can... Yeah, because if he can understand us. what was going on, because I had no if idea. If anyone can, Bouncy can. That's going to be Bouncy's challenge of the week. Well, I have, this game. I, I have heard a little bit it. about it. Oh, well, they, I've heard about it. It's um, from a Swedish guy who's nicknamed Sniflas. Uh, I've heard about it. I haven't got around to playing it yet. So I'll give it a go. I'll get back to you next week. Apparently, Jetpack Joyride is a 12. Anna's now waving what? at me and telling me. Well, a little boy plays it. Well, you better stop him from it huh? then. It's awful parenting. But it is. Perhaps it's not 12 on iOS. It's not right, on Jack. iOS. What does he play it on then? He plays it on, on Android. Does he? <laughs> Don't tell me. Hey, shopping this this week, boys and girls. Um, what's Anarchy Reigns, Bouncy? Tell me all about it. Anarchy Reigns is the new game from Platinum Games, who put out Bayonetta, uh, Mad World on the Wii, uh, God's Hand. I think they did that. They've done. They've done loads of really good stuff. This is essentially a spiritual sequel to God Hand, which is one of the last great games of the PS2 generation. It's essentially a big online brawler. So rather than it being like one person versus one person, Street Fighter style, it's a whole like kind of room full of people all trying to kick the shit out of each other in live multiplayer. And you take on either um, Mac, um, the guy with the chainsaw, I can't remember his name, Jack, the guy with the chainsaw from Mad World, you, uh, Bayonetta, if you've got the limited edition, you can have her. Loads of other characters, just a big kind of very Japanese, very insane online brawler. And I'm really angry about it, actually. Why? I, I ordered it, and then the retailer I ordered it from told me they weren't going to get it anymore. And so I now don't have it, which has rather annoyed me, because it was only 20 quid as well. Name um, the re- and shame then, Bouncy. Game. Oh. Yeah. There's, uh, HMV didn't stock it at all. Um I know a few of the retailers that didn't, so I ordered a game. Nothing arrived, and I got a cancellation thing saying that due to stock levels or something. So I shall buy it somewhere else at some point as soon as possible because I want the limit. I wanted the pre-order bonus, and if I don't get that, I'm going to get really, really angry. Um, but yeah, it, it should be a really good game. It's been out in Japan since last year. Wasn't due out here until kind of March or May time, but um, yeah, it's been brought forward and uh, at a budget price, which for a game that's quite niche. You kind of expect it to not sell very well. But at 20 quid, I think a lot of people would give it a go anyway. And uh, that's, that's quite cool, I think. Tough one that's out this week, out on Tuesday, although I have now had my dispatch confirmation from aforementioned retailer, 
um, Devil May Cry out on the 360 and the PlayStation 3. And it looks very, very snazzy. I'm very much looking forward to this. I've never liked Devil May Cry game before. Really? They're awesome. No, I've never liked them. But I really enjoyed this at Play Expo, and I've really enjoyed this playing the same demo from Play Expo again on um, on the Xbox. You've got it, have you? Yeah. Is it I, played, good? I played through the first full mission today. It starts off in a fairground, uh, like a pier, um, like a proper Coney Island thing. And you've got Dante returning from a night out at a strip club with two women. He's completely naked. And then a giant demon smashes up his caravan he lives in. He dives through it as it's being pulled through, grabs his clothes, and comes out the other side fully clothed. And, uh, yeah, it's just the whole, the whole fight, is, the whole level is basically him getting fully dressed and getting all his weapons back, acting as a tutorial, showing off the amazing limbo effects, and uh, just being exceptionally pretty as well. Ninja Theory of the perfect people to have done it. Um, there's a great moment where, if you're a fan of the earlier games, a mop falls on top of his head. <laughs> while he's standing in front of a mirror and he ends up with like white hair like the old Dante and he's like ah, look at that but yeah uh, I'm not going to say anything about the plot because it's quite heavy on the plot very early on <laughs> but, um, well no it's just that's just what happens that's not the storyline <laughs> uh, the storyline is quite quite weird but yeah I, I'm really I've, I would be playing it now if I wasn't doing this in fact I'm half tempted to play it now while doing this but I'm not going to I'm going to be good and just yeah what kind it. of person would play a game while we're doing a podcast <laughs> Not me. Not How me. are you getting on with Jetpack Joyride? It's anyway, different. How's it different? It has different bits of the level. It's cool. I'm playing Fine Difficult Manager's Wives' Names. Geraldine O'Neill. She's married to... Uh, She's not famous. The point was they were supposed to have fame. You were, this, this woman was supposed to be able to support you to live on £30 a week and not even get a relocation package to move from Truro to Carshalton. Steve Keen's wife's name's Margaret. Yeah, but she's not famous. Margaret epic Keen. Moron. Car Shelton's outside London, so... Yeah. You've got to get back from Truro. I live with my mum and dad's. You can't even afford a bloody car on £30 a week. How are you getting back from Truro? I'm moving to my mum and dad's. It's How? Five, How are you getting back from Truro? £5 on National Truro Express. With £30 National Express. Pocket. Quid a ticket. I pay for a quid run at midnight. Turn up at 8 in the morning. Go, oh, my wife's pregnant. I've got to get to... Uh, car Shelton by 4pm. That's what I used to do when I used to go to Coventry on a quid. Well, why did you tell them you were going to Car Shelton if you are on your way to Coventry? <laughs> well, no. How um, did that work? That's a stupid turn thing. Turn up ten hours early and say, I've got to get there in a hurry. And they'd let me on. You're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm Bouncy, bring some sanity to this horrible affair with some news. Right, okay. Well, again, we're going with the old... The old news story discussion blend that we've been using the last few weeks. It's getting some good feedback. So we'll start off. Play.com, no longer selling stuff. They're going to get out of the retail business and just act as a marketplace for other sellers. So glorified eBay, but without a bidding system. Um, Me which... and Steve had a very intellectual conversation about this in the car on the way to Union this morning. Can you remember a minute of Not it? Not even no. a little bit. We ch- chatted about <laughs> it for about an hour, Bouncy. Right. Very good. Okay. We did draw. We drew some interesting conclusions from it as well. Which would um, be? I can't remember. I remember one of them. You suggesting that Amazon should have just opened a store on Play. I think my words were, Alfred Mazen, the owner of Amazon, should just open up a Play store to stick it to the man. I think and then I suggested, I shouldn't Play have just opened up an Amazon store, and then cut all the costs of running a site and sold stuff on there. This is all because of VAT, isn't it? That this is happening. Yeah. And we were asking as well, why don't they just make their prices normal 
Keep well, that's their... what they did last year, didn't they? But now no one's buying from them because it's still cheaper to buy from Amazon because they have their massive economies of scale. But you were saying again that they're running us like an eBay clone at the moment, but no one's going on there to check, surely. Well, that's the thing. They're going to be set up as an eBay type place, but why would you go there rather than eBay? The only reason people buy the secondhand stuff off Play and Amazon at the moment is because you're on there looking for the new stuff and you see, oh, hang on, I can get it for £10 cheaper by buying it from Sheepy McDog. But you ain't going to go on to play just to look at root through everyone's old crap. That's what eBay's for. I don't really understand the logic behind it. I can see why, yeah, they're not making any money on the retail side of it now because they've lost, because of all the VAT bullshit. But why don't they just pack up, come into the UK properly and run like a proper grown-up business or just bloody give up? What's point? I don't get it. They're idiots. There's loads of companies running normally and not going bust, aren't there? Other than Amazon and eBay. They're not the only two places you can buy games online, are they? They're not! What? Don't shout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are other companies. I couldn't Name them. Don't make me Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're also high street places, aren't they? What's Avi? Argos. Zavi's not a high street place anymore, is it? PC World. What are we doing now? Are we listening? Naming shops you can buy games from online. Let's <laughs> go. There you go. There's millions. That place Chips. that's partnered with the exotic pet refuge that you can buy Rockstar table tennis in for seven ninety nine. But if you do, you won't get a uh, you won't get a proper carry bag. It'll just be one from the cart that's a bit screwed up and been kept in a drawer. Wow. But um, I'm noticing a bit of a pattern there that all the companies that do this sell other stuff as well and aren't really relying on their games. Uh, the only thing I've ever looked at play- <laughs> bouncy. We're not letting you have an opinion on this. We're talking about <laughs> stuff play sell. T-shirts, you get them from there, don't you? People are going to sell second-hand T-shirts on play now. I don't. Uh, what are they going to sell? And is it just going to be eBay an eBay-style free-for-all, or are they going to limit it a little bit? Because I don't want to buy second-hand T-shirts off of play. Bouncy. Well, I don't even think it's going to be the second-hand stuff so much, is it? Because you've got a lot of the people in the marketplace side of it are actually businesses that just use the website as a like you do with the eBay storefront scheme thing, where you can have a business shop on on the site and use their thing and okay the same with amazon's associated sellers people i just think there's, there's they're not doing anything new what they've done is they've, they've lost their key attribute and now they're just saying well we're still doing this though we're not really out of business but people are losing their jobs and it's just a slow degradation it's just gonna be site. one fella hosting the website from his bedroom now isn't it they're not they're, to be fair. it's not exactly a business anymore it's just no, a, a no. brand if you own the name play.com, then you don't want to be letting that up easily, surely. That web address alone has got to be worth a few bob. Yeah. I think when Rakuten, or whatever they're called, came in and took over, the biggest mistake they made was sticking their bloody name all over everything. Because straight away, it didn't look like play.com anymore. Mm. It was like, play.com, a Rakuten corporation. I, like, I, I, don't, I, don't like I thought that. I had a bloody virus on my computer or something. Exactly. It's it, just looks, it just it looks awful. Stupid adverts over it. And there's no benefit. All they really, it seemed to me, they just wanted to kind of boost their names, kind of awareness in the market. But yeah, it's it's definitely gone, definitely going, 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 going. And uh, I, I don't think it's something to be missed, really. It's not like it's, not like it's a, a high street favourite. It's not like Woolies, is it? 
when Woolies went and I cried. That's this is the exact that. opposite of the conversation me and Steve had because I mentioned Woolworths and he said he was glad they were gone. I said there isn't a single company that has gone bust in the past decade that I haven't felt bad about them going because most of them have been twatty companies that Woolworths were really, really was outstanding. Off. And Kev suddenly went, Oh, Woolies, they were the best. And the only time I went in there was to pick the stuff from their dead bones. And then I made right. a mistake of leaving as they were lowering the price to 90% off and yeah. walking down the road and then realising what 90% off meant and running back to the shop and everything was gone. Did you, you go to Jessup's to buy your telescope, by the way? No, I was looking at it. I was looking at it online. And there's one with £100 off and I thought uh, the reviews weren't too good on it. Yeah, I can tell you the interesting story I've got about Woolies. When they closed, uh, 20 minutes before they closed, I shoplifted. Because <laughs> I thought... A, this was it pick and mix because that doesn't count if it was only no, pick and mix. There's uh, a copy of Russell Brand's My Bookie Wook. Uh, I didn't want it, didn't need it. I took it straight to a charity shop and donated it. I just wanted the experience of when I was a 10 year old again, just one last time, just sneaking past the middle. I'm the only person alive who never robbed Woolies. I never did. I know. Oh, that's good. All right, I'm the only person alive who did. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's now thinking, Bouncy, how could you? Yeah, the I really was. I bought like 12 basketfuls of stuff the same thing. It was all out. What? You realise what happened is you stole from them, then they immediately went out of business. It's kind of your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause and effect, Bouncy. Plus, that was a 90% off book. <laughs> I got the uh, Mighty Bush Book of Boosh, uh, the Mighty Boosh book. Yeah. And um, that was meant to be like 20 quid. And He's I got clutching it. his skull <laughs> trying to get Mighty Boosh out of his mouth. <laughs> the Mighty Book Boosh and Bite Boosh Boosh, Mighty Boosh Boosh. And he's just squeezing his skull. I got that for like 50p. I never read it, even though I like the Mighty Boosh. Well, that's it's just, the thing. You know, I, mean, I mean, obviously, some people would say, Bouncy Ball robbed Woolworths. And 10 minutes later, they closed forever. <laughs> Whereas other people would say it was a book that was like 50p and they gave it to charity who probably sold it for two quid and, and did good. I was See? like, well, I was a literal Robin Hood. So don't you judge me with your bloody mighty book of booshy booshy booky booky boosh. Wayne Woolworth <laughs> is sitting there thinking, what did I do to him? I listened to his, I paid to subscribe to his podcast. I paid to sign up he to his forum. Hasn't paid yet. We haven't sent the invoices out yet. They're going out next week. I, I paid the five pound Twitter following fee. And that's why Mr. Bahal... Again, those invoice, all the invoices go out on the one-year anniversary. Ah, okay. It's based on how many episodes you've listened to, how many tweets you've read, how many, uh, how many posts you've made on the forum. It's, I think it works out at about 16 quid per interaction. And Did, we're sending yeah. those invoices out next week. But yeah, he's, he's going to pay all of that. And you've robbed from the poor man. The yeah, at least, family. At least, I, at least I admit it. You know, I can come out loud and proud and say I spent 80 quid on loads and loads and loads of shopping and then stole a book just just for the shits and giggles of it and I wasn't very proud I, I, I did feel a bit cheap afterwards I thought you know, oh, no. cheap. it's disgusting did you just get a trophy <laughs> I on Jetpack Joyride wow it's got trophy support I'm all over this now yeah yeah so yeah so that's just like the mighty book of boosh by the mighty boosh again yeah on, say it. the mighty book of boosh by the mighty boosh I don't like him. Ooh. Well, you've got no what, taste. Sheep? That's yeah, why he would she, No, she was looking at me. She said, I don't like him. <laughs> talking about sheep. But... I, I, like, like I like when you talk about three people as him. That's, that's cool as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, so okay. let's move on. Um, I... Xbox at the Consumer Entertainment Show in America have showed off their Illumi Room, 
which if you remember a little while ago, there was that patent that suggested if you wore goggles, uh, you'd have an augmented reality projection around your room of the game that you're playing. And everybody went, that would be quite cool, but I bet it's really expensive. And I don't really want to be wearing goggles. Um, Illumi Room is a similar thing in that it projects light around the room. So sometimes it can just project like a lamp. Well, no, no, shut it, Kev. Um, what you've got, say you're on a screen, right, and you've got stuff, if you turn in first-person shooter, it would actually project another kind of 180 degrees around the room. So as your, your camera moves, the whole room kind of changes, as, so you kind of go into it. So you can see on your wall something, and then you can turn on screen and see it. And if you've got, like, an explosion, the flames can come up and then out of the top of the TV and up the wall. Steve's uh, jaw just dropped. I actually watched it happen. Yeah. He looks flabbergasted. Because this is just basically the AR suite from Red Dwarf. Essentially, that's what it is. like holodeck. Yeah, but... you need a groin it... attachment device and you're in. <laughs> and the thing is, it doesn't need glasses. It needs nothing. It, it would be relatively inexpensive because you just talk about a small projector. Um I, I would really like this. I think in terms of gaming, it would be great. In terms of films, it could be great. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, I, I think the cost is going to be the key. Obviously, it's still in concept stage. This isn't like actual running. It's just what they could possibly do. And it's nothing they couldn't do very easily. It's all it is is a projection that ties into a, a console. So I think, you know, if you haven't had a look, Google Xbox Samsung Illumi Room and prepare to have your socks blown right off the of your... The actual tech of it, little fella. Yeah. How does it, how does it do the projection on the walls? you just got projectors all around your room? Or does it all come out of a box sat in the middle? How, is it magic? How does it work? I imagine you'd have one at the back of the room that projects a scaled thing. Because if you remember, the painter said the connector would scan the room to know what the dimensions were. And then we all assumed that would mean that the goggles would then allow you to see the image. But of course, if you take it the other way around, well, like when you're watching the cricket or the horse racing and they use a stretched image, but when it's placed on the ground and seen from the view of the camera angle, it looks like a straight up image and stuff like that. It'd be the same thing. It'd just adjust it. So you just have to code your games to allow for not just the visible screen, but obviously what's beyond it as well, which is only really multi-screen technology, isn't it? That's all it really is. What happens if you've got girly floral walls like the Kev household has? Well, there's, there's a couple of... Uh, the Kev household? <laughs> I didn't know if anyone knew your surname. I didn't want to say it. But carry about <laughs> no one does know my surname. Well, I'll, I'll tell everybody your surname. You don't know my surname. It's, it's Churchill. Um, <laughs> so, on that video, there is a guy who's got a load of like cabinets and shelves and things on the wall. And they do pretty much disappear. Ass. They do kind of disappear behind it. But that's they're white cabinets with dark inserts so that would stand they're not out though, are they? they're not floor no but if you're playing crisis it wouldn't matter because it's all jungle so ah, you know think of it that way there, <laughs> me again. Purple so, yeah. so there you go but that yeah that could be the next big jump in generation we might not necessarily go better visually because i think we're at quite a good point anyway maybe so it's now, now talking about how there's probably danger settings in that and we'll end up with holograms murdering us all in our sleep it's star trek all over again this shouldn't happen well i'll send an email off to microsoft and just warn them of that yeah. uh, as you do it you complain mr bloody ann robinson's watchdog i complain when a tv that was supposed to last 11 years according to the box breaks after three years that's Where what i complain doesn't say your telly's supposed to last 11 it says years. something like 150,000 hours lifespan and i worked that out on a calculator it's 11 years what your tv is on it's not completely gone. It's There's nothing going. wrong with his telly. 
It's it so blacks out like it? every hour. Yeah, it's because you turn it off. I mean, what <laughs> he, he sits no. on the remote control and <laughs> calls it. No, it's, it's just the, it's called a handshake. It, it handshakes with the Skybox, the PS3, and the Xbox and the PC every hour. That, this telly we've got in here, when you turn the telly off, it turns your Xbox off, yeah. doesn't it? That's a bit upsetting. That's just the H. What's it called? HDCP or something? What? There's a setting on the Xbox that means that you can make this, it. Do stuff. This is, Listen, listen, yeah. listen, listen to us. We sound a bit like bits and PCs. <laughs> Projectors and... Should automatic. I get angry? And if you had a new <laughs> PS3, that would do that as well. <laughs> it's just a thing. So right, I'm going to go and have a fight with a 14-year-old while you move on. To the <laughs> if you put your item. PS3 on, yeah. it would t- like, if it's a new one, it will turn your telly on for you or vice versa. I turned my telly off thinking, oh, I'm downloading an update. I'll nip out for a bit. Turn my telly off. My oh, damn yeah. PS3 turned off with it. Oh, League of Legends is good. Oh, League of <laughs> Legends. No, no, it's, it's, no, because we always wondered about that. Like when we're having dinner and I'm playing it in. What, League of Legends? Or no, no, the Xbox. Oh. We come back in when oh, the Xbox is turned off. We thought it was Andrew. Now we know it wasn't. So we owe it Andrew an apology. Do we? Shall we go and wake him up? <laughs> we'll do that now. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we move on then? Oh, Minecraft is great. <laughs> right, moving on. Fallout 3's, um, the voice actor of 3Dog. Uh, he's a guy called Eric Todd Dellums. Uh, he tweeted it this week saying that Three Dog is coming back in some form. Everybody's getting really excited. Obviously, we know Fallout 4's imminently going to be announced. And obviously, he was actually told by uh, Bethesda to make that tweet. It wasn't what he just said and then regretted. He was officially kind of sanctioned to do it. So it's definitely getting ramped up to E3. So here's the question. What do we want from Fallout? Because we talked a bit earlier about Fallout 3 being brilliant. Uh, what do we want from Fallout oh, no, 4? No, no, no. Didn't, didn't Free Dog die? Spoilers. It's and also, years old. Also, well, you have I a choice of saving him or not. Radio man, yeah. No, he only dies if you walk into the room and put a bullet in him, Anna. No. He gets replaced by a woman. Or you can just keep him alive and he howls down the radio at you oh, all the time. Yeah. He died in mine, unless I wasn't. That was a different thing. Well, it could be a prequel. It's not necessarily set up. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can keep him alive or kill him. I thought he died. Gazza306 in the chat. Is Three Dog related to Sheepdog? If Three Dog was related to me, my name would be Four Dog, not Sheepdog. (laughs) Should he change his name to Four Dog for Fallout 4? Who, me or or Three Dog? I'd rob you. I'll see what Bethesda have to say. All I want from Fallout 4 is Is more VAT system goodness. That's all I need. Mm. See, I was thinking, do I I want vehicles? After after Rage, I quite enjoyed little battered up old cars. So I don't know. It depends on how no, big it is. No, thank you. No cars for me. And an awesome soundtrack like the one to Fallout oh, New God, Vegas. Oh, God, yeah. I've got that. No, I went for Fallout 3. I've got that on Spotify. I've got the Fallout New Vegas soundtrack on Spotify. I was listening, I listened to it while I'm washing up. It's superb. So soundtrack, more vats, and just awesomeness. She's falling in mine. I was watching um, an old classic Doctor Who the other day, uh, one of the John Pertwee era Doctor Who's, and he was in the TARDIS fixing it. Because in, in, when John Pertwee had been banished to Earth, his TARDIS didn't work, so it was, it was budget-related, but it was cool. He was trying to fix the TARDIS, and he was singing, I don't want to set the world on fire. And then the TARDIS caught fire. And I was like, ah, it's Fallout! It's brilliant. So, yeah, just goes to show how good that song gets into your head, doesn't it? Well, so, they yeah, have so... to set it in a slightly different era. Well, it's, it's supposed to be Boston. That was the, 
the thing. They, the oh, people right. that make what, it against Boston, Lincolnshire. Are we going to go up the stump and watch <laughs> Steve cry? <laughs> Halfway up of it, um, uh, T Dog. Uh, who is sheepdogs like Fallout Nemesis? He's just sat there halfway up, going no, no, <laughs> no, and it's like an achievement, like getting the gnome to the end of Left Dead. If you can get T dogs to the top of the stump, then you get an achievement. But no, yeah, it's supposed to be set in Boston, which obviously a lot of people since Assassin's Creed Three have been quite kind of keen on that idea as well. Um, so yeah, uh, Boston based. They've been in the scanning it and taking photos. We've got voice actors now starting to talk about it, and obviously we're coming up to E three. So it's. I don't know if it'll be out on this generation though. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I don't want it. On, I don't want to wait a year. I want it this year. I want it in October. Well, the PlayStation Four is supposed to be announced in February, so we might have yeah. it. I, 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 Fallout, I want Stoke on train. <laughs> Fall out of your trousers and upset an old lady. Right. Okay. Let's move on then. Uh, Nintendo are going to bring the virtual console to the Wii U. Oh, uh, thank fuck for that. Yeah, and you'll be able to play those games on your pad alone, providing it's plugged in. Um, but here we go. I'll ask you this question, Kev. Is that, re- is that really something you're excited about? Is it something you re- thought about when you bought the machine? Bouncy, I feel justified in my purchase. I'm a happy, <laughs> happy man. <laughs> I can't help but think it's just a way of saying we haven't got any new games coming out, but we've got a lot of old games you can play while you wait for your new games. I, I like the idea of get. I mean, when they did on the Wii, they had um, some of the uh, Japan... Japan! Japan! Some of the, some of the, <laughs> Japan! <laughs> I said that, I pushed my eyes to the side at the same time. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Let's not, let's not go down that route. But some of the Japanese-only releases, like Mario with the Seven Stars, or Secret Stars, what it was called, they did a couple of those. They did, like... Um, unreleased stuff that you could buy and I bought them and I bought more than my Wii and then my Wii died I lost access to all those games so straight away I was a bit annoyed and that kind of jaded me on the idea I like the idea of, in terms of retro being able to have an archive of retro games without necessarily having to keep cleaning the cartridges with Malibu but um, I don't think it's that big a deal especially not just to have them playing on the pad because that's just essentially what you could already do on the DSi it's a bit bit of an odd one. Anyone who really wanted to play him would have played him on their Wii or they'd have pirated him a decade ago. Yeah. Or played well, it 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just, I say, I think it's just a stopgap. They're just saying, well, there's nothing else. We've got a whole load already coded. Let's just release them. Put them out there and then you can show up because you've got 400 games to play, which is obviously bollocks. Nobody's going to play all of them. Probably wasn't listening to the guy at Nintendo while he was holding a banana in his hand just staring at it. Mr. Nigel, Nintendo. Nah, it's Mr. Iwata. He's not the owner. He's uh, just he's just a banana handler. Right, let's move on then. So Wii U, we're not impressed with the virtual console coming out. So let's get back now. Obviously, you mentioned earlier, Lego Marvel Superheroes, which is remarkable for one thing, in that um, Traveller's Tales are a Warner Brothers company. And uh, DC is owned by Warner Brothers, and Marvel is owned by Disney. But Disney have agreed to allow Traveller's Tales to do the Marvel license, which is quite unheard of. But quite brilliant, and I'm really pleased. So, what, well, can't what, they just wang all the superheroes in one game then, and have a DC and Marvel one together? That'd be even superior. Well, what's the point? Nobody would play as any of them. They'd just be, yeah, I'm all the Marvel characters. Can we have Batman over? All right, just Batman though. Leave all them other weirdos. Green <laughs> Lantern, maybe. Everybody else. Black Canary. Who are you? Who I wonder. Who you are? What about Wonder Woman? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to get rid of her because every. 
unattractive woman dresses up as her at conventions, and it annoys me. Talking of Marvel superheroes, I, I pointed this out to uh, Sheepdog when he first sat down. I'm now going to draw Anna's attention to it. If you look at the little display of the Avengers up there, it looks like the Hulk's trying to grab Captain America's ass. And everyone else ain't happy about it. <laughs> That's a great visual thing for everybody at home. If you imagine, I'm going to take a picture of it and tweet it. And yeah, Sackboy's so. just stood there looking down on Captain America, thinking, "Why am I stood here with the Avengers? What's why happening? Is, why is Sackboy so huge? <laughs> That's creepy. They probably did sent in to kill giant wall man." But anyway, right, so that's coming out. That are two big notable things other than, obviously, the, the Marvel license. Uh, firstly, we've got a first playable oversized character in the Hulk. They are doing him as a big lump of plastic. Uh, there is a video about kicking about that they've launched. And the other is that they, they build, they have, when they're making the games, I didn't notice. It makes sense, really. They actually build the cars and stuff out of Lego in the oh that's awesome that they have all uh, like a system that's got all the different bricks that are available and then they just build vehicles out of them and then that's the one that's in the game so i thought before it was just they built something and then it just kind of scanned it and translated it to no they build them all from scratch with digital lego that is so cool which is really good so yeah there's some uh, like a little dev pieces properly and everything yeah i mean it makes sense when you think about it but you'd think the amount of work that would go into it would probably be a bit prohibitive, but I'm kind of glad. Big Lego fans, though, aren't they? Yeah, they, I'd imagine so. Bear in mind that's in their work for the last ten years. So, with that in mind, who, what would we like to see Lego next? We'll start with Sheepdog. What Lego license would you like to see? Do you know, Walking Dead would be interesting, but then zombies are getting a bit old. Yeah. If you were sticking to a comic thing, that's my only comic I've read in the past decade. <laughs> um, This is good radio sheep, Doug. Yeah, he's put me on the spot a bit there. If he's put on the running order, I'm going to ask Steve. He's right there! Let me breathe on the goddamn running (laughs) order! Yeah, what would you like to see him see me into a Lego game next? It's there in black and white, you Uh, damn idiot! Alright, let's move on. Kev, why you have a thing? Kev. I don't know, I didn't read the running order. (laughs) Anyway. Um, A football one would be quite nice. I'd, I'd like that. Football manager Lego. Um, so you can make sure that you get your uh, relocation package and all that stuff set up properly. <laughs> so that, that would be quite. That could work, couldn't it? Because it did. I mean, Sensible Soccer did really well, okay, and all, all that was was really basic. So. Sensible Soccer was awesome. Yeah, imagine Why that. I still Lego. play that now. That was a great game. Lego Assassin's Creed. I just looked over at a picture of Connor that's on the wall. Lego Assassin's Creed would be bitching. I was thinking Uncharted with all the trains and the stuff and the jungle and. What? And it's Nathan Drake, so it's lovely. <laughs> so yummy. What stumped me a lot is I keep thinking, well, that game already exists, so why would I want a Lego game. version of it? But I know there are. I'm just I'm trying to think of one that would be there'd be a point to doing it. Like a Lego Mass Effect wouldn't be any different from Mass Effect, would it? Lego Twilight. There you go. Make them all sparkly. I thought that, and I was thinking that would just be for girls. Lego Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they that night. I think that would work terrifically. Lego oh. Game of Thrones. That's not going to happen, though, is it? Because that's very adult for very Breaking for very Bad. Thing. No, they wrote all the boobies into that the TV show. There's not as many boobies. It's full of thing. killing. And midget people. Oh no, it's just a. I don't think midget people stuff. necessarily negates a mature rating. The Snow White has got a few in it, hasn't it? <laughs> that's, that's doable. Oh, what was Disney films yeah. as Lego? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. I was just coming out with that you've Lego got, Lion King. You've got Pirates of the Caribbean, which is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, the other, the other option, obviously, you were saying about Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Couldn't do this because of Lego. Well, there's also, I don't know if you've seen these, the Kubricks, which are like uh, little Lego, but they're kind of based on, pulp, they do Pulp Fiction and they do Goodfellas and they've done Walk, uh, Short of the Dead. So you could possibly see a license on a Kubrick game, which would be like an adult Lego game. That'd be quite cool. Lego Bond? Yeah, Lego Bomb was what I was going to say when somebody said to me, me go, what about What do you fancy? But okay. never mind. <laughs> That's a good point, fancy. Know your place. Sorry. Yeah, so there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think, it's, I think it's good. What's nice, I mean, obviously, Anna, you were saying about uh, you wanted flying in Lord of the Rings. It just goes to show that you kind of put one little extra element into a game, and then when it's not there, it kind of stands out as missing, but yeah, it's it's. I just I just think it's a great franchise. It's just a shame. No that... Sonic fancy. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see SpongeBob either. Somebody said when I was talking about at home, they were like, "Oh, there's a," because they looked at what existing Lego ranges there were. And there's a SpongeBob Lego range. Go, That'd be brilliant. I was like, "How? Well, what I'm possible?" Who voices SpongeBob? Uh, it's Tom. 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 Someone. What the sat nav man? I don't know. Is it Tom? That's not Tom Petty. That's the Heartbreakers man, isn't it? Was it David Bowie then? Like yeah. Steve told me. No, the other Bouncy. Day. I was watching the news the other day, and they were talking about David Bowie returning to music. Right. And they said he hasn't done anything in over a decade except for his work as SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> and this was BBC News. And I got in the car, and I'm going to Kev. David Bowie wasn't the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, was he? And he was like, I don't think so. And we sat there and we talked about it for a bit. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty about. sure his name is Tom Kenny. But you, you know, Patchy the Pirate in SpongeBob, the live action bloke. Uh, that's the guy that the voice is SpongeBob. But yeah, I think his name is Tom Kenny. He's always told that he's dead. He has. He keeps trending on Twitter that he's died. Like every, every year he dies on Twitter and he comes back and goes, I'm not dead. Yeah. Or, so yeah, but yeah, he's Patchy the Pirate as well as other things. But uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely not David Bowie. <laughs> Although that is brilliant. Lord Royal Highness in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, apparently. Oh, television film, should I say? I was so say, he has done a bit of voice acting for SpongeBob, but he wasn't as SpongeBob, <laughs> but the bloody newsreader said. <laughs> Absolutely blew my mind. That was the Atlantis one, wasn't it? He was in. There's the Jesus. thing. Yeah, it's um Yeah, they they've had to, the way they had Scarlett Johansson in the other movie, the big movie, SpongeBob movie, she played Minnie. Yeah, when he was in it live action, I'm saying who did voices. Um she was Lego in Phineas and Ferb would be quite fun. That could be good, yeah. Um I'd like to Yeah, let's let's just leave it at that. If you've got suggestions, tweet us on Twitter. Uh I've got some prizes. Yeah, on, on Twitter. That's the best yeah. place to tweet us. Don't yeah, tweet us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter. If you have got, haven't got Twitter, sign up for Twitter. Follow Mature Gamer and, uh, and tweet your idea for what make the best Lego license. I'll pick a favourite. I'll send you a prize. Lego related, obviously. Um, it's going to be a brick through the window, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there you go. That's the news, everybody. Tell you what, I'm liking having Bouncy on the loaf of bread. That's gonna that's gonna happen every week now. Mm, I've got a what? yeast infection though. I don't care, mate. I can talk without hearing myself. <laughs> if we can find a way for you to talk without me hearing, yeah, everyone's gonna be happy then, aren't they? Um, Bouncy. Yeah. You know how we're gradually trying to shift all the work related to this podcast <laughs> from ourselves over to you. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, this next section, I'm gonna just sort of pass over to you. Because it was your idea, and I haven't written anything down. 
Okay. Um, we obviously right. need a replacement for the best game of 2012 because um, that was won yeah. by Walking Dead last week. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, okay. Um, as you remember, we did a pub quiz, which was Kev versus Steven. And in the Who won that? Of, uh, I don't know. I think I think it was draw, wasn't it? Pretty pretty sure I won. No, we went to a tiebreaker, and I think yeah, I think you won, Kev, because you went just one one less. Didn't didn't, you? didn't didn't I win the week before as well? You did yeah. I thought I did yeah. Two nil. But anyways, yeah. so we're um, obviously investing from you did Kev versus Steve in the pub quiz. We've done Kev versus Steve, so why not do for the next kind of quarter? Let's just do a good old Kev versus Steve run of challenges and events. Now, obviously, I could come up with a load of ideas that involve thumbtacks, chewing gum, and string. But I'm going to throw it open to the listeners as well, because, you know, sometimes we get suggestions when we ask for them. So if you've got something you think would make for a good challenge between Kevin and Steve, it doesn't necessarily have to work on air. If you want it to happen elsewhere, we could probably sort that out as a video or... Segway racing. Can I put forward segway racing? This is something we were going to do on Best Thing From, and we never got the funding for it. So someone needs to donate some segways, and we'll do a segway race. It was just lack of funding. The video we watched of that, where people raced it, looked really boring. It's really slow racing. There is. It just looked boring. We should go mud buggy racing, which is awesome. Well, there's a company at Ferry Meadows that do Segway. I'll, get, I'll email them and see what they say. Um, so, yeah, so if you've got ideas for what these fellas could do to prove dominance over one another, um, do get in touch. Obviously, I can come up with a couple, but we're not starting it this week. We're just introducing it this week. Sheepdog's already getting his excuses in early, by the way. He was saying in the car when I was talking to him about it, the thing is, I'm just not that competitive. I don't care enough. That's loser speak, Sheepdog. <laughs> I genuinely couldn't care less if you beat me at anything. Yeah, the thing is, uh, Sheepdog, the thing is, people don't care if you care if you win. People want to see you beat Kev. I know, that's what he said. He said you got the entire internet rooting for you to win, (laughs) Sheepdog. And the fun will be, you never will. (laughs) Wow, it it depends what the challenges are. You know, we might have... We might have have, have a fill the bucket with eggnog contest. It'd trounce you on that one. Um, Yorkshire pudding, he'd be good at that. (laughs) We did have, um, we were talking earlier on Twitter about um, eggnog tsunami after Steve's thing. And somebody suggested that's what happened on Boxing Day in 2003. <laughs> 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 what we could do is reenact the best ever episode of Best Thing From when me and Steve, in our infinite wisdom, thought it'd be a good idea to play chess whilst hosting the show. And the show was just me and him playing chess. It was awful. Not really talking very much. In fact, I think that was a video episode, which yeah. is probably still on the internet. Somewhere. Was it on Spreaker? No, but it was on something else. Um, I'll have to dig it out and post the links. It was awful. But it's basically a video of me and Steve playing chess. It was bloody awful. We just wanted to try doing a video cast, didn't we? Just see what it was like. And then you said, let's play chess, because I'd mentioned it in a previous episode. Well, we've been playing playing. chess with friends for a few weeks, haven't we? Oh, yeah, when that game came out. Oh, by the way, we won't be doing Scrabble as Kev versus Steve, because Steve cheats. No Scrabble. Kev can't play Scrabble. He's very bad at it. I actually use real words from the actual world. I can make a solid square of words about six squares deep. Um, so it's six in all directions and I'll be on like a million points and Kev gets upset and throws a hissy fit because I don't read a dictionary like he does. Right. Well, well, either way, if, they, if, the, if the people of the internet demand a Scrabble-related contest, then that's what you'll get. You'll probably end up with half a bag of letters each and see you can make the biggest words or something. We'll find out something. Naked anyway. Twister. Rob Naked Swap twister. wants us to have a spleen-off. What the hell is a spleen-off? <laughs> Ripping your spleen off, probably. The first person to do it wins. I don't have a spleen. I win. 
<laughs> preemptively got in there in advance just in case this day yeah. would come along. You're like, I knew it would pay off eventually. <laughs> that black market sale to get myself an iPhone. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we'll go through. Why is oh. there X-rays in Mortal Kombat? Why is there what? In X-rays. What? X-rays? What yeah, do you mean? It says touchscreen fatalities and X-rays and more. Yeah, you can see the bones break. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Uh, we just had the first challenge through, uh, which is a high score run on Rock Band Blitz. Oh, yes. I'll be all over that. So that's next week. <laughs> that's a ridiculous one. The game Kev spent the entire year playing, and I spent the entire yeah. year saying, where no, that I game al- looks shit. Where did I always finish on the leaderboards for that game, though? I don't care. Last. That game's rubbish. Well, what we'll do is we'll set up, because I'm assuming you're not going to buy it, Steve. Um, what we'll do is we'll set up one of the songs that's in the demo. And then uh, you've, you've got as equal chance without having to actually pay, pay to play the game. How about we do something that neither of us has actually played? It's not my suggestion. It just came through on Twitter. So yeah, that's the first impressed. suggestion. Well, you don't have to be impressed. I want to see. I, do you know what? I'd actually be just quite pleased if you ended up enjoying the game. I think that's what everybody wants. I think everybody wants you to just enjoy a game for once. I enjoyed two games earlier. I, I the PC games, they don't count. And kept berating me the whole way through it. What do you that for, you moron? Something like that. <laughs> and I sat here telling him off for being so mean to me while I tried to play it. Remember wow. it well. Grow Which some hair. Put your coat on. Oh. If... <laughs> yeah, most coats. Oh, wow. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. But anyway, we'll... we'll... Who can if shop I get... the most... Someone suggested that. We're teachers. We can't go shoplifting. <laughs> right. I will. Um. I. I will. I consult with Twitter. Obviously, if a better rock comes up than a rock band blitz high school challenge, then I'll go for it. Obviously, message me at bouncy ball with an H after second B, which I'll say again later in a rather conveniently assembled outro. Um. Oh, but yeah. we're not interested in these rock band blitz. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm I've not checked twist a twister, Twitter. It was a, d- a DM. And it, and it wasn't from him. So there you go. He doesn't want anybody else coming in trying to take his throne away from him. Not after Rockman tweeted him directly and congratulated him. You dick. So yeah, so there's the thing. It's Kev versus Steve. And we'll have a live final in which I will go to the studio and judge it live and issue a prize to the winner and a t-shirt to the loser. So. <laughs> Is the prize better or worse than a t-shirt? Why are you pointing that Vita at me and taking pictures, young lady? Does the T-shirt just say sheepdog on it? What's, what's with the pic? Why are you taking a photo of me? What's happening? She's, what is she doing, sheeples? Nothing. Probably getting pictures of your long beard hair. I am, actually. Where is it? Look up. Oh, I can't see it on there. It it's because it doesn't exist. Because it's not a super-duper ultra-high definition. Not, not. How? It's on my chin! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right, I'm going to read this script uh, that Bouncy's written for me for an outro to the show. I've actually... I've picked up the microphone to do this so that I can do it professionally. You still leave lines out like you always do. I'm going to read it word for word. Good. Because I like the way he's written it. It starts with the word outro. So I'm going to say outro, first of all. Please do consider using our affiliate links. It really makes the show possible. Review us on iTunes. Listen to, subscribe and follow Bits and PCs. Follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, at Lelujo, at RB6K, at Bouncy B Hall, at Mr. Lelujo. Join the forum and get involved. HTTP www.maturegamerpodcast.com slash forum, Facebook, The Mature Gamer Podcast, email show at com. listen live next Friday at 9pm on Spreaker.com. Friday? Ooh. Yeah, is it Friday? I didn't it know is Friday. We're changing. Yeah, yeah. moving to Fridays, because <laughs> uh, Sheepdog doesn't, can't do Fridays, so I thought it'd be quite good to move it to Fridays. 
so we can finally get rid of his ridiculous face. I will be there on Fridays, just to clarify. Where? You won't be here. I will be here. <sighs> You're My wife actually there. asked me earlier, can we move it to Fridays? And I was like, actually, we are. She, That's when because, I fell um, free. She figured I wouldn't do any uni work on Friday evenings, whereas I'm wasting a Thursday evening where I could be doing uni work and stuff in. She's right. But anyway, um, yeah, do review us on iTunes because a little complaint from me to Apple and a couple of reviews from other people, we've got our five-star average back. Yay. The only complaint was some twat had advertised his podcast all over our reviews and I got them removed, but uh, getting that removed. Was that John? No, no, it wasn't John. <laughs> it was some other random podcast. With, uh, this podcast is good. But it's not about Minecraft and League of Legends enough. Let's do that and sort of bits and pieces. I don't know how he talks. I've never listened to that show. <laughs> he's the Dutch right. fellow, isn't he? Yeah, Dutch. But he's an alright show. I've not listened know. to him in about six months. I don't like bits and I don't like PCs. I, hate, I hear their show is swell, though. Anyway, um, so yeah, review both shows. And then subscribe and things like that. If you've only got enough points to give one of us five stars though you don't get points if you've only got for example if you only got eight stars left to hand out give us five and then three that's better than giving us four each <laughs> i don't know how itunes works do there's you no add, limit do on they, stars, do they give you tokens on the way in no you can throw stars around like a ninja well, what's the point then why don't you just give everyone five stars exactly Especially, there's a guy on there actually and this peeved me and tickled me at the same time because he reviewed us Piffled. tickled i said not piffled I was trying chuckle. to combine the two words. But um, he said, where's this week's episode? And then reviewed us, like, badly. And I thought, like, stars. And I thought, well, that's a question you could have asked us on Twitter. We can't reply here. So, yeah, that guy, if you're listening. What a twazzle. We were off that week. Tweet us next time. Follow us on Twitter, though. A lot of people suddenly did, didn't they? We had a massive surge. You mentioned it. I'd noticed it. I've done all this. That's why I'm not getting involved. I read all this out. <laughs> you're repeating yourself now trying to fill the next 40 minutes so we can do a two hour show <laughs> Steve's going to tell us where you can find us on the internet now for those of you who aren't sure maturegamingpodcast.com well if you want to add any articles to the site we had an email earlier someone asking if anyone else wants to uh, write on the site feel free to join up and uh, ask Jay for access to the writers forum and then uh, weigh it all to him because I don't want to do any work <laughs> he sent me a tweet the other day he said how did you not know we have videos what do I do this for <laughs> I don't know why you do it. I'm not involved. It's your site. So you listen to the podcast then? I assume so. It's his wow. website. Yeah, um, I honestly didn't realise he listened. I thought he just liked admin in websites. <laughs> 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 he just said he was considering a career change and he, he fancied Yeah, he wanted to come and work for us. <laughs> but anyway, well, good work, Jay. Keep it up. Yeah. Um, I've been asked as well on, by a couple of people who are unsure. Uh, they said that my Lollacourse show that I used to do on a Wednesday night is supposed to be back, but they listened on a Wednesday. It wasn't there. It's now on a Friday night at 11 o'clock in the evening, and that's uh, available on Spreaker under We Are The Lollacost. Bloody so. hell, Bounce. Are you back to back in on Friday nights on Spreaker? I'm going to have to, yeah. It's going to be cool, isn't it? Are you it? sure you want to? Yeah. Just, I, I, I want to be the next Jimmy Savile. Not like that, obviously. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could edit stuff out, but we're live. Bye bye, everybody. Bye, bye everyone. Have a good Bounce week. Bounce is not here, is he? Now and then, now and then. house, unless he's upstairs. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's where my children sleep. Exactly. <laughs>
That's what I was getting at. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.